everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of March. And today we're going to talk about a topic that we get asked about all the time here at the podcast. And that is the issue of worry. When Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow, did he really mean it? Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thank you guys for tuning in today. As always, we'd love to hear from you. I love the questions that are coming into me here at the podcast. So many things on your mind, a lot of things on my mind, obviously, as we're navigating our way through some very, very troubling times here in the United States and around the world. And one of the biggest issues that we see uh, rearing its ugly head in the culture is this issue of worry. What does the Bible say about worry? How do we know when we're supposed to uh, pull back and, and take care of our families? Last week, you heard me talk about the issue of discernment. And uh, I told you guys, it's very, very concerning to me. It continues to be troubling to me as I watch what's happening in the news as I watch what's happening in the Christian community. You know, we were up in uh, in the district here in Washington State doing some campaigning last week, and it came up in the car. So we were talking about all the different things that are out there in the news and what you see happening in, like, say, for example, Loudoun County. I read a story just a couple of days ago about this uh, the, the school district that called CPS on a dad because he asked questions about bad teachers in his schools. Do we have things to be worried about in the schools? Absolutely. I think uh, I think we can make the case for that a hundred different ways from Sunday. And then we're reading articles about what's happening in Ukraine and what's going on with Russia. And I said, hey, can we just agree? Putin's not a good guy here. He's not, this is not, you know, this is not like we've got the one righteous guy, the one unrighteous guy, but we could definitely agree that innocent people are losing their lives. Uh, last week, Putin bombed a children's hospital, a maternity center in Ukraine. I'm sorry, but that's wickedness. And nobody is going to ever be able to convince me that that's not bad stuff. You know what worries me? What worries me is the lack of discernment. And what worries me is a continuation of the theme of fear that I have seen in many, many believers over the last year and a half in particular. So I want to address the topic today because the Bible has a lot to say about worry. And in fact, uh, we read Matthew six thirty four. you know, do not worry about tomorrow. Jesus said this in his great sermon on the Mount. Why? He said, because tomorrow will worry about itself. So what does that have to do with uh, putting food away? You guys have heard me say for a long time, I really believe in having a well-stocked pantry so that if something happens, if there's a supply chain shortage, as we're seeing right now, we're watching gas prices skyrocketing. I told you guys about a month ago, I think we're going to see gas prices into the $7 a gallon uh, range. And that's going to increase everything from the price of food to the price of travel. Uh, certainly, I'm not going to be going anywhere in the, in the motorhome anytime soon, right? Because it's going to cost me uh, twice, over twice what it did this time last year. So preparing is good. And I've talked about this before, but panic is sin. And in Matthew six thirty four, this is the third time that Jesus gave his disciples the, the um, command, really, not to worry. And I don't know why he said it necessarily over and over and over again. And the only, the only thing that I can think of is that Jesus knew that as human beings, we are prone to worry, right? What's the first thing that a mom will do? 
uh, when she finds out that her child is sick or she finds out she's pregnant, right? She worries, is the pregnancy going to go all right? Am I going to have financial issues? Uh, we worry about our health when it, when we hear about, you know, rumors of sickness. We worry about our safety when we hear rumors of war. And the Bible says that this is going to happen. But we are called as followers of Jesus, to keep our eyes on him. It doesn't mean that we don't prepare. It doesn't mean we stick our head in the sand. It it doesn't mean that we disengage and we just have a fatalistic attitude about life and we just say, well, I guess we're just going to wait for Jesus to return and we're not going to get engaged. No, the opposite is true, right? We're supposed to be engaged, do as much good as we possibly can for as long as we possibly can because the one who loved us first is the one who motivates us to do those things. But worry is sin. Uh, Corey Tenboom said a long time ago that worry simply empties tomorrow of its strength. It doesn't solve anything in the current situation that we're in, but it, it will empty tomorrow of its strength. And Jesus knew this, right? He knew that we have a tendency to anxious, anxiously focus on the future rather than on the God who holds tomorrow in his hands. And so in this segment of his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is talking to the disciples about not being anxious. He says, don't be anxious about what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear. And these two things represent what? The the two basic needs that we have as human beings. What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? Where are we going to go? Right. You see people fleeing Ukraine right now by the millions, right, looking for food and looking for shelter. And the Lord of Heaven's armies reminded us over and over again that we could trust in the Lord. He ha- he says that he one of the names that he gives himself is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Right, he's the one who provides. You guys may have heard me uh, years ago tell a story of me and my husband when God had called us really out into this what felt like to me very very deep water at the time because I was in a in a position as a mom where I didn't feel uh equipped to go out and get a job I thought it was the wrong thing to do we were struggling financially we were trying to start this nonprofit organization we felt like God was saying hey um there's this thing happening over here this homeschooling thing and really we were kind of ahead of the curve on it right because we saw something then Praise the Lord. He opened our eyes to something and burned our hearts for something. But I remember thinking, how are we going to survive as a family? Like, how are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to, you know, if we step out onto the water and we do this thing that God's asked us to do. And I remember at one point, my husband and I sitting on the back patio one evening and we're just, you know, trying to work our way through where we were and where we felt God calling us. And Jay said, you know, I can always go back to working at the church again. We could, um, you know, there's all different ways. But we felt in our heart that that wasn't what God wanted, that he wanted us to do this thing full time. And it was just really, really scary. And I was talking to his mom about it. And and I said, you know, Jay's questioning his role as provider and and what that looks like. And, And mom said, and I'll never forget this, this godly woman. She said, why do you think that Jay is the provider for your family? That's the Lord. That's that's how God works. And when we are committed to following the principles of Jesus, when we're committed to obedience and we're committed to follow through, then we don't need to be distracted and we don't need to be worried because we know that God will provide. So we put our confidence in him and we say, Lord, we trust you. 
We know that you're going to do everything that you said that you were going to do. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus goes on even more and he challenges the disciples specifically not to worry about things that are going to come up in their lives in the future. So he had just got finished teaching them uh, to pray, right? This is the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 11, give us this day our daily bread. Notice he doesn't say, give us this day our weekly bread or our monthly bread, right? He said our daily bread. We're watching friends of ours do this in Ukraine right now. They're making only what they need for that day, and they're trusting the Lord for the following day. And this is how it means, this is how it looks to walk with the Lord. When we are serving the Lord, we live in the present. That's why last week I was so concerned with what I'm seeing coming through social media in particular and into my inbox here at uh, at the podcast about people who are just obsessed with what may or may not be happening. This takes us outside of what God said. Keep your eyes on me. Right? He said, don't worry tomorrow. Don't worry about it. You know, do the birds of the air do that? No, they don't. They just look at today, what's in front of us, because he knows that we need to see an example of what it means to live in that way. And the birds do it best. So God's looking after us right now, and he's giving us our daily bread and anything that we might need for today. And so we don't need to worry about tomorrow, right? Because God's going to be there with us every single step of the way. Kings and tyrants rule by mandate and edict. It doesn't even feel like we're living in America these days with the ongoing government overreach and tyrannical leadership. Most of us have had moments of feeling helpless because we know something's wrong, but we're not sure what to do about it. An educated citizenry is absolutely necessary for our survival as a free people. Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms, and they stand ready to both equip you personally and also give you the tools to equip others. Here at the Homeschool Resource Center, we just finished six weeks of Constitution Alive. I'm telling you what, people here are fired up. And this is because of Patriot Academy. Patriot Academy's Constitution Coach Program has got online courses and materials that are produced by Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. And throughout these courses, you guys are going to hear from numerous subject matter experts, including historian David Barton and others. Patriot Academy Constitution Training will equip you to be a leader in your community. And you know what? You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. And both of the courses and the coach training are free. Hundreds of thousands of people have participated in Patriot's Academy courses with almost 100,000 in 2021 alone. You can find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach with Patriot Academy. It's easy. Just go to PatriotAcademy.com. Again, that's PatriotAcademy.com and sign up today to help restore our constitutional republic. I loved, and I I looked this up on Got Questions, and I'm going to link back to this in, in the show notes today. And if you guys have questions, by the way, one of my favorite places to go, Theologically Sound, Love their articles. I reference them all the time here at the show, uh, gotquestions.org. But listen to this. It says, in the wilderness, God taught the children of Israel the same principle of depending on Yahweh for the day's provision. He fed them with just enough manna to sustain their lives for that day. And when they worried about tomorrow by storing food for the next day, that supply of manna would rot. God was like, don't do that. Cut it out. I got you. That's what he was saying. Each day and every step of the way, he ensured that that his people would depend on his faithful supply. And God knows. 
that we're facing a lot of circumstances and situations right now that can cause anxiety. And so how do we follow his command to stop worrying about tomorrow? Well, the first thing we do is we pray. Philippians 4, chapter uh, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about what? Everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. And then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. And in fact, the Bible says that his peace will guard our hearts and minds as we live in Christ Jesus. It kind of has to go back to what I said the other day about wearing our faith in Jesus as an accessory versus, you know what, Lord, I love you. I trust you. I know that you have me in your hand and I'm going to, I'm going to believe in you and I'm not going to find myself just rattled and living in this constant anxiety. So we're told not to worry. Instead, what are we told to do? Pray about everything. Whenever we find ourselves feeling anxious or worrying about tomorrow, God says, take your concerns to the Lord in prayer. And you know what? You guys can just turn off the radio right now because I'm pretty much just talking to myself. It's so easy for me to wake up in the morning and as soon as I realize, oh my word, it's, you know, whatever day it is and I'm uh, and there are all these things that are happening on the news and all these things happening in the culture and all these things happening in my personal life. And it's very easy for me to let the weight of that sit on me. And when that happens, I have a hard time opening my Bible. I have a hard time praying. I have a hard time, you know, just looking uh, objectively at what I need to do. But that's exactly what God says we need to do. And so God is right there with us. And so we tell him what we need. We thank him for what what he's done. And then God expects us to have an attitude of gratitude, of thanksgiving. And I'm telling you what, you guys, as you spend time with the Lord every day, as you lay your heart, your heart's cry out before the Lord, he understands. And the Bible says that the way that God responds to us when we pour our heart out before him, when we say, Lord, we're struggling, we don't understand. The Bible says that the way that he responds is to guard our hearts and our minds. He does that. And my husband and I have been absolutely blown away in the last year by the way that the Lord has, I feel like oftentimes we're just existing in this sort of a bubble of grace right now because we walked this thing out in obedience and God is guarding our hearts and our minds. And so remember, you guys, turn to the Lord in prayer uh, and God will come through. The next thing you want to learn to do is just rely on the grace of the Lord. The Apostle Paul endured a thorn in his flesh and it caused him the bible says considerable anxiety it says in order to keep me from becoming conceited i was giving a thorn in my flesh a messenger from satan to torment me three times i pleaded with the lord take this away from me but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses why so that christ's power might rest on me I say this all the time to uh, moms, particularly in the throes of homeschooling, you know, uh, that we think, you know, I've got this thorn in my side. It could be, man, I never wanted to homeschool or I just I, I don't think I have the patience or whatever. And when you know that you've come to the end of yourself, congratulations, you guys, you're right where God wants you. His power is made perfect in weakness. His power is not made perfect when we think we've got it all together and we've got all the answers and oh, look at me, I'm so amazing. No, it's made perfect in weakness. And that's why Paul said, I'm going to boast in Christ. I'm not going to boast in anything I'm doing. And instead, when my problem persists, I'm going to rely on the Lord and he's going to give me the grace that I need to carry on. He's going to give me the the perspective that I need to uh, not become frustrated with this and to take delight in uh, 
in sharing the gospel with people around me, even as I'm struggling through. And you guys, the last thing, and again, I'm going to link back to this fantastic article at gotquestions.org. The Bible says that we should discipline our minds. So after praying and receiving God's peace, we must discipline our minds. Listen to this. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about those things which are excellent and worthy of praise. That's Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, by the way. It's hard to worry when our thoughts are centered on God's true and faithful promises. And we know that lazy, undisciplined thinking produces worry. And so instead of worrying, let's train our minds on the word, which tells us, as what we've been talking about now for the last two and a half years straight, that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. That's 2 Timothy 1.7. It's been the theme of my life for a long time. Many of you who have been faithful listeners to the show remember that I produced a pendant about five years ago, and it said fearless on it. And you guys, we can't be 100% dedicated to the Lord if we're spending all of this time in worry, if we're spending all this time trying to figure out what's going on in the White House and what's going on in Ukraine and what's going on in the virus and we don't understand the TSA and, oh, my goodness, about the CDC and the FEC and the CIA and all of it. When we worry like that, it's a failure to trust God. And the Bible says that our worry produces absolutely nothing. And so Peter said, give all your worries and cares to the Lord. Why? Because he cares for you. He cares for you. So when we when he says, give your worries and, and, and cares to the Lord, that's an actual action that we need to accomplish. We need to say, Lord, I'm going to give my heart to you. I'm going to give my, my mind to you today. And when you say, don't worry about tomorrow, I'm going to do everything I can to obey you. You guys, no difficulty, no struggle that we're facing right now, no uh, report from the news, no bad turnout of an election. Nothing is greater than our great God. And worrying about tomorrow is really looking at the future as if God's not going to be there to take care of us. The Bible says that it's sin. And so, like I said at the very beginning of the show, it's not the 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 issue of sin in worry is not um, when we worry on occasion or when something comes up and we go, oh my goodness, and it kind of gives you that jolt for a second and you don't know what you're going to do. The worry that the Bible is talking about is this constant worry, this ability that we um, that we forget that God is in control and that the Lord will help us if we would just lean into him. God wants to care for us. And Jesus teaches us to live in the presence of God every single day, one day at a time, and deal with each problem as it comes, one at a time through prayer. God is never going to leave you and he's never going to forsake you. And like you guys have heard me say a dozen times here at the show, he loves you. He loves you. Someone asked me the other day again, you know, about about my run for Congress. I had a meeting up in Lewis County and I was sitting with a, a woman who's had a pretty rough life. And she said, why would you do this? I said, because I love the people. Why do you love the people? Because God loves the people and he's given me a love for them. That is the heart of God. And uh, before I go today, and actually I don't even know the outcome of this uh, particular podcast because I had to record it a little bit in advance. But if you guys could be praying for my niece, Kendall. You've heard me talk about her before. Kendall's about 25 years old. She was born with Down syndrome. She has a heart defect and recently she contracted COVID and she's really having a hard time. Uh, kicking it, particularly because her heart is already compromised. And so if you guys can be praying for Kendall and for uh, her parents, my sister, 
and uh, her her ex-husband. They love that little girl. She is a bright light. And so please be praying for that. It's another reason why we remember as God's children that our days are in his hands. We're not going to live any longer than the Lord of Heaven's armies has prescribed for us. God is in control. And I want you guys to feel that deep down in your bones. Say, stop worrying. Turn up the praise music. Turn up the worship music. Ask the Lord, Lord, what would you have me do today to get my eyes off of myself and my problems and focus on doing what you would have me do instead? I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. Thank you so much for supporting our sponsors. These are the organizations that help us get the podcast to you every single day, every five, well, actually five days a week. And so if you're shopping My Pillow, if you're shopping uh, Shepherd's Coffee, whatever it is, know that that money is helping me keep this podcast on the air and it's blessing good organizations. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. And-